The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said... Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people. <laughs> All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative Word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Monday morning. Hope you had a great weekend, great time with uh, the Lord's people and in His Word, ready to obey it now that you have heard it. And, uh, hey, we're here to build a kingdom, right? I mean, we want God's... We pray it every Sunday. We pray it every day here. Um, that his will would be done on earth, where? As it is in heaven. Now, I know some people have this idea, and I'm going to get to the little formalities here in a second, but this is just on my mind. There are some Christians who think, well, we're praying for the kingdom out there somewhere in our future. Well, that's going to happen. That's just going to happen. That's that's, that's, going to take place. 
But what about the here and now? What has Jesus placed us here for now? He has pressed his crown rights across the earth. I read to you when we had Matt Trujillo on last week, I read to you from Matthew 28, the Great Commission, right? And in that commission, how much authority does Jesus have? Does he have everything except for where the devil is? Is that what it says? No, that's not what it says. It says, I have all, all authority has been given to me in heaven. And most Christians are fine with that. That's fine that Jesus has authority in heaven, but the devil's running the show down here. And he's the God of this world. And he is the one ruling over everything. No, he's not. Remember, the devil is God's devil. Okay? He's actually accomplishing God's purposes. He's not doing his own thing. I mean, he wants to do the desires of his heart. There's no question about that. But God has a good purpose in even having a, having a devil. Okay? I want you to remember that because we are not to fear him. In fact, we're to be like what Jew says of uh, Michael, the angel who fought over the body of Moses against Satan. And what did he say? Did he say, oh, you dirty devil? No, he says, the Lord rebuke you. Still, you know, Satan is a glorious creature, if you will. He's wonderfully made by the same creator who created us. We're not to treat that lightly. And he said, the Lord rebuke you. We're to look at uh, those demonic forces and we're to say, the Lord rebuke you. This idea that sometimes you see people, I bind you, Satan, and no, 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 no. You know, we're not witches here. We call upon the Lord to rebuke them and to deal with them. And he does so many times through us. All right? He uses means in doing what he's doing. Now, with that said, if you would like to check us on online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, uh, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down on the right side of the page. You'll see we're streaming live there. And uh, click on, blow that up on whatever device you have, and then click on the uh, platform icon there and uh, join us in the chat. We've got a lot of friends in there this morning. Good morning, guys. Great to see you. And uh, this is going to be an exciting week. I'm going to tell you very personally, this is probably the most exciting week of my life since, one, I was converted, and shortly after that, that I was married. And let me throw this in, seeing my children born, okay? So it's been a long time. My youngest is eight, and so it's been a long time since I've seen this kind of excitement here. And hopefully I'll be able to let you know once I see everything start transpiring. But there's no doubt in my mind it's going to be an exciting week. I'm happy. I'm going to share little bits without sharing the whole thing this morning in uh, the monologue that I'm going to give. Also, right above where the streams are, by the way, Bradley's from Saturday is right above mine. We're streaming live. You can catch that. And then <clears throat> in our place where you can sign up for our newsletter is there as well. Finally, if you would like to support us, again, we do what we do, and we're dependent upon the Lord who moves upon the hearts of his people. If you're moved in such a way that you would like to help us with what we're doing, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. There's also, that's a one-time donation, and there's also a place where you can sign up to be a son or daughter of liberty. You can do that monthly. And then our store is available. This week, we're highlighting Bradley's signature deadlock drum pad. Now, this is if you don't know what this is, it's not a drum pad like, you know, you can buy these drum pads. My son has a couple of things. He's got a drum set that um, 
has uh, no i'm not going to be a grandpa that's not what that <laughs> that's probably coming shortly though uh, at least talking to two of my daughters <laughs> that are married uh, the other ones aren't married yet but the the two that are married there's some t- been some talk about that in the last month so i'm happy about that um but uh this drum pad it's not like uh, my son's you know yamaha set that i got a long time ago which is beaten to death it really is uh you know where you're tapping on it and it actually makes drum noise. No, this is like a metronome. So you guys are familiar with the with the piano. You know that little thing goes tick 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 tick. It swings back and forth. This is like that for a drummer. Okay, it's normally sixty dollars, but this week only. If you get this in our store, you can get it for fifty percent off. It's normally sixty dollars. You can get it for fifty percent off using the promo code drums D U R. Excuse me, D-R-U-M-S. D-R-U-M-S gets you 50% off of that, and that is good through Saturday at midnight, okay? So if you've been wanting to pick one of these up, you got somebody in your house that's musically inclined, doesn't matter what if they're even playing an instrument. This is a great way to start them on, uh, getting them in time with things. And they can use their hands in doing it, get them a pair of drumsticks, and you're good to go, okay? Um, you got somebody that wants to play drums? This is the thing you want to do, all right? So... I get up each morning and I kind of wonder, Lord, there's so much stuff going on. And then you have to focus because you're speaking to people. Now, it's not the same as preparing for a sermon. Um, when I prepare for a sermon, if I'm going to preach somewhere, it's meticulous. It's very meticulous. Uh, I write it out. I basically read it, if you will. doesn't mean I'm doing the Jonathan Edwards and I'm just monotone. Um, I appreciate what he did, that his desire was for the Holy Spirit to show power in what he did. And so he read monotone. And if you you don't know the power of the Spirit, go back and read the guy who accounted the night that Jonathan Edwards read sinners in in the hands of an angry God in his church. Go back and read the account. There was power there, and the preacher was purposefully distancing himself from anything anybody could say to say you were charismatic, you were, a, you were a great orator, any of this. He read it monotone, and the people were cut to the quick, and they were repenting. And so, you know, I kind of fall in that vein, uh, not monotone, but I kind of fall in that vein if I do a sermon. When I get do the radio, I, I feel a little more relaxed, even though I realize the importance is there. And so this morning, I've got a lot of videos I'm going to show. So you guys, by way of Red State Talk Radio, you'll be able to hear them. So don't worry about that. But the video platforms, you're going to see this stuff. You're going to see the people saying it with their own mouths. And I've got several things. And one of those things is dealing with um, the issue of money. Now, I've done several shows. We, I, I talked with Franklin Sanders. Uh, you guys really liked when he was on. Um, Christian Mann, one of the attorney generals at the time that they were going after him years ago, said he was the most dangerous man in the Southeast. Why? Because he was pointing out the folly of these IOU Federal Reserve notes. You guys understand, and I'm going to quote to you some things here in just a little bit. Understand, those little dollar bills you have in your pockets... They say legal tender, but what does that mean? I can tell you what they are. They are a promise to pay. They are not a payment in and of themselves. They are a promise to pay. Okay? But now we've got this this chick from um, who's being nominated by Joe Biden. She's a Cornell Law School professor. I don't know what that really means uh, nowadays. 
Soleil Omarova. I hope I pronounced her name correct. Now, I'm not going to make a comment about the ethnicity of the woman to say, well, maybe this is tied back to you know, where her family came from. Uh, because we know over in the East how some of this communism and things of that nature flourish, has flourished, uh, especially in the past century. But there's no doubt that she is a communist. There's no doubt that she's a communist. In fact, she is so much a communist that she proposed there will be no more... She's hypothetic, but everybody knows when you put yourself out like this and you're up for a nomination, you really mean this is not a hypothetic. I want to put this into practice, okay? There will be no more private bank deposit accounts, and all of the deposit accounts will be held directly at the Fed. That's the Federal Reserve, which is not part of the U.S. government, which is something that our founders, all of, well, not all of them. Uh, we had Franklin on. We had Thomas DiLorenzo to talk about um, what Alexander Hamilton was pushing, which was exactly what these people push, which is exactly what the Federal Reserve is. Okay? Listen to what she has to say about private bank accounts. Imagine what would it be like if instead of being just a public option for deposit uh, banking, this would be actually the full transition. In other words, there will be no more private uh, bank deposit accounts and all of the deposit accounts will be held directly at the Fed. And there are very interesting implications uh, from that thought experiment, for example, with uh, the much more uh, direct and proactive tools of monetary policy, like helicopter money, which is, uh, you know, considered radical, primarily because uh, economists really do not know how to manage the issue of what will happen uh, in the inflationary environment when the central bank needs to contract the supply of money. How is it politically feasible for the central bank to effectively take money away from uh, people's accounts? Oh, take money away from you. Steal it. A violation of the Fifth Amendment. Now, because they're not a government entity, they're going to do that. But but then you should have the authority to sue their pants off for theft, shouldn't you? The Fifth Amendment says you can't be taking people's property. Money has been determined to, to be people's property. Even those the debt notes, that's what those are, debt notes, promises to pay, are your property. Okay. By the way, Philly, you're listening there. Go to Volunteer Precious Metals. Put them in. In fact, go to the-moneychanger.com, the-moneychanger.com. Click on Volunteer Precious Metals. Those are Christian men. They'll give you a good deal. We've got some people who, when we had Franklin Sanders on, they're Franklin Sanders' sons. They went and bought, they were going to buy gold and silver. They went that day and they sent me a message saying, Tim, we're glad we listened to you. We're glad we... Uh, went over there and we saved five hundred bucks on the gold and silver we bought. So Philly, check those guys out. They are they are trustworthy over there, and I have testimony uh, to prove that. And I've spoken with them; they're great guys. In fact, tell them that Tim at Sons of Liberty sent you. Okay, let them know that you heard it here. All right. Now this is this lady. What is she saying? Well, it's real interesting if uh, the Fed can take over your bank account because then, oh, you know, there's all this great thing. And great things, including they can take your money. The IRS is wanting to look into every bank account 
with a six hundred dollar transaction that you now most people today, if you have a house, you're paying you're paying at least six hundred dollars a month at least. So every month you're going to be doing a transaction at that. They want to look at your account. Why? What what business do they have doing this kind of thing? Um, none. Just trying to bring up here this link so I can uh, hopefully share this. And let's see. Going to drop that in there. That goes across all the video platforms. There you go, Philly. You got that. So you can click right on that and, and, and head over there and give them a call this morning. In fact, I'm going to probably be talking with them later today anyway. So this is this lady. She's the nominee of Biden. Um, for let me back up here just a second. She's the nominee for Biden for the office of comptroller of the currency. This lady right here who just said this is is a nominee of Biden. Not that you're surprised, okay? Not that you're surprised. And by the way, for those of those people who come in here and say, "Oh, Tim's a liberal. He never talks about the Democrats." He never because we have a law. And your, your conservative talking heads are talking about all these guys all the time, bad-mouthing them, but they never say anything about the quote-unquote good guys on the, on the red side, on the, on the Republican side, on the GOP, on the right, on the conservative side, okay? Um, it's in there, Philly. You've got a, you've got a link there, brother. Um, okay, so here's the second thing that she had to say. She said that she wants oil, coal, and gas companies to go bankrupt Especially if we're going to go after climate change. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You have to be a, a special kind of stupid to buy into climate change. Now, I, the climate changes. There's no question about it. Who's in control of the climate? Let me ask you something. What does the Bible say? Well, the Bible talks about God bringing famines. Why is that? Because he doesn't send rain. He, he withholds rain, Right? He sends rain on the just and the unjust. Let's go a little further. He is the one who tells the ocean waters where you can come and you can come no further. I don't care about weather manipulation. I know the technology's there, no question about it. But even when those guys, if they utilize it, it doesn't happen apart from God's decree. It just doesn't happen. Listen to what this lady has to say concerning oil, coal, and gas companies going bankrupt for the purpose of pushing the climate change lie. ...for certain uh, troubled industries and firms that are in transitioning. And here what I'm thinking about is primarily coal industry and oil and gas industry. A lot of the smaller players in that industry are uh, going to probably uh, go bankrupt. In, in, in short order, at least we want them to go bankrupt if we want to tackle climate change, right? We want them... <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. We want them to go bankrupt, at least if we want to tackle climate change. This is the lady that Joe Biden... Let me change that, because I don't know who's in there. I see at least two different looking guys. They look similar, but they're different. Who come out and appear as Joe Biden. So we're going to go the Biden administration. And for those listening by radio, I've got my fingers up in the, in the air quotes. His banking nominee not only doesn't want you to have a private bank account. She wants that controlled by an entity that isn't even government. Not that I want government controlling that either. 
She wants gas, coal. What was the other one? Yeah, I lost my place. Gas, coal, and oil companies to go bankrupt. Now, look, I know at least oil companies for sure, some of them have been very, very corrupt. There's no question. There's no question in my mind that they have. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to try to defend that. But she wants them to go bankrupt so that she can tackle climate change. I wish I could do that little accent that she's got. This woman, let me say it this way. She's not stupid. She's very smart. She knows exactly what she's doing. She's deceiving the people. And I say this about not to attack an ethnicity, but I'm saying it seems to me that either she comes from, and I haven't looked into her background a lot, but she looks like she comes from an area where they teach this kind of stuff, and this is the normal. Well, ma'am, you're in the United States of America, and that's not how we're established. We're not established for you to, to be off on your high horse in government attacking something that God has set in motion. We're not here to hear your lies. Let me, let me tell you where this comes from. Jesus, in addressing the Jews of the day, the Pharisaical hypocrites of his day, who said they were of their father Abraham, he said, and uh, let's go over here to John 44, just so you see exactly what he said, because I referenced this quite a bit. Let me just go back to the top, because this is so important that you understand that. This is Jesus, and he spoke. He spake these words. Many believed on him. And Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. In, indeed. Have you ever heard... Let me, let me throw this out here. Um, have you ever heard people talk about that they're Christian? And they'll tell you they've been Christian for years. And then when you get down and you start talking doctrine, and you start talking about uh, how the Lord works, and the specifics of that, and how you know he works in your own life, how you've seen him work in the world, and this, that, and the other, and you tie it to Scripture, and they kind of go, yeah, I'm a Christian. I, yeah, God's great. Boy, he's really awesome, and, and people ought to, you know, they ought to love God. And why are people doing what they're... When they start talking like that, they don't know the God that I know. They don't know the God of the Bible. They're ignorant of him. Because if you turn that around and you say, tell me about your kids, they will tell you the intimacies of what's going on with the kids. Tell me about your wife. They'll, they'll know their wife. They'll know their likes and dislikes. They'll know what they do every day, what, how smart they are, how good a, man, uh, a manager of the home they are, all of these kinds of things. And when it comes to the specifics about the God that they claim they serve, they're kind of clueless. You ever met those people? There's a lot of them in conservative media like that. They'll throw out the God thing. There's a lot of people in politics like that. I'm not going to mention any names. One comes to mind, his initials are Donald Trump. But what, what you have is, is you have people who say they love Jesus, they love God, um, they love the Bible, they're offended that somebody is more wicked than they are. And then what happens when you start talking to them about the specifics of it? They are MIA. They are out to lunch. They don't know anything about him but they know about all the wickedness in the world. Who does that probably tell you is their daddy? Now, I'm not condemning anybody. I'm just simply saying, this is the thing that I see, and I see it constantly, okay? So here's Jesus. He's confronting the Pharisees in this passage. And he says this. 
If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Then are ye my disciples indeed. And what's a disciple? That's, a, that's what we're supposed to be making. You're a learner. You're a follower of mine in my doctrine, in what I teach you. Okay? And ye shall know the truth. And what does the truth do? Because Jesus said he is the truth, right? I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. This is what I say to my Muslim friends. I'm, they'll say, oh, Jesus is a prophet. Great. What does Jesus say about himself? You're not getting to the Father through Muhammad. You're not getting, you know, I, I could tell our, our Buddhist friends or our, any of these other people throughout the world, you know, whatever your religion is, Jesus says there's only one way to the Father, and it's through him. If you call him a mere prophet, you're missing the mark. I, and I, I want to let you know, the statement that I had the other, the other week that my pastor gave me, because we had a conversation was he said, you know, many people, when they talk about the Trinity, they can easily fall into heresy trying to describe it, because it's something really beyond our comprehension. Here's what he had to say. He said, Jesus is God, but God is not Jesus. Now, before you freak out, let me explain how that goes. Jesus is God. He's the third person in the Godhead. The Bible says that all the fullness of the Godhead dwells in him bodily. Okay? But what is God? Well, according to the Catechism, which is pulling the Scriptures together to explain a doctrine, God is a spirit, infinite, eternal, and unchangeable, in his being, wisdom, power, holiness, goodness, justice, and truth. Are there more gods than one? No. There is the living and the true God. He's revealed himself in three persons, but there is one God. So if you're going to have God, he's made up of three persons. Not three gods, but three persons who are God when they are together. This is why God doesn't need anybody to love, because he loves within the Godhead. Just want to throw that out. That's a little nugget from my pastor, and I thought it was a great explanation that I share with, that I'm going to be sharing with many of my Muslim friends. He is one. There's only one God. Those three persons within the Godhead are one. Okay? Not three gods, one God, three persons. Just making, got to drive that home, because people who miss that right there, they're missing everything else. Their doctrine is off. In fact, John says that if they deny the Son, they're denying the Father. If they've got the Son, they've got the Father. And if you deny the Son, then you're a liar. So those who just say Jesus is a prophet, or he's a good guy, or he was a moral guy, you have missed it. And you are an antichrist, according to the Bible, because you carry a doctrine that denies that. Okay, just That's something in the middle here. Okay, And maybe we'll do a show on that. Uh, John 1.1, 1, 1, John, in fact, the whole chapter of John 1 would be a great one just to kind of walk through to get the context of what's going on there and how Jesus is God in the flesh, all right? So let's go back here to John chapter 8. He says, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. They answered him, we be Abraham's seed. I like that, that good old English. We be Abraham's seed. I want to hear it like in an urban form. That's the, 
We be Abraham's seed, man, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Now, <laughs> you, you got to get this. Their forefathers were bondage where? Where, 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 were the, where were the Jews in bondage at? That's right. They were in bondage in Egypt, right? 400 years. And they're freed out, and they won't even go into promised land that God promised because they were rebellious and they didn't have faith. So their children went in the promised land, and then their children didn't obey God, you know, left off the Sabbath. We're going to be talking about that with Chuck Baldwin. Is that this week? Yeah, I think that's this week. We're, we're going to have probably Chuck Baldwin on, this is the 15th, 17th. We're going to have him on probably Thursday, at least for 30 minutes, okay, to talk about that. The forgetting of the Sabbaths and stuff. So then who did they go into bondage to? Oh, that's right. They went into bondage in Babylon, didn't they? Uh-huh, because they didn't obey God. And here they're under the thumb of the Roman Empire, and they're going, <laughs> we're Abraham's seed. We're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? And Jesus answered them, saying, Verily, verily, I, or truly, truly, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. Let me ask you something out there. Those of you listening to me, do you serve sin? What sins are prevailing in your life right now? Are you an adulterer? A fornicator? Are you lusting in your heart? Is that a practice of your life? Are, are you a drunkard? Are you an idolater, which is also a covetous man, or a troll who comes in with his last day's madness? Are you a thief? Are you a slanderer, a gossiper? Are you one who puts other things before God? Do you lie about your neighbor? Do you give a false witness to them? Hmm? What, do you, what sins are you engaged in? You're a slave of sin. You're not free. Freedom has nothing to do with where you're at, what country you're in, whether you're in a jail cell, or whether you are in your own home. Freedom is a state of mind. That's the first thing. Liberty is what you're able to do bodily, outside of your mind. Two different things. Let's not mix those things up. They get interchanged a lot. But Jesus says, if, if the Son sets you free, you're free indeed. If you don't believe me, go read the book of Philemon. What, what's going on there? You've got a runaway slave, and Paul acknowledges he's been freed, he's, he's been redeemed, he's a brother in the Lord, so he's met this Lord Jesus who has set him free, and yet he says, go back to your master because you ran away, and then he appeals to the master, hey, let free him. And he's talking about from his slavery, his indentured servitude and such to him. Free him because he's valuable to me and the ministry. Okay, so go check that out if you have a problem with it. Anyway, okay, so here's what they go on to say. Jesus answered them, I say to you, whoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that ye are Abraham's seed. He's not denying their pedigree. Okay? But ye seek to kill me, because my word hath no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and ye do that which ye have seen with your father. So he's distinguishing two different fathers here. Listen, folks. 
Not everybody's father is God. Okay? Some people's daddy is the devil. He was my daddy before I met Christ. And Christ brought me into the family of God, and God became my father, my adopted father. He says, If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. But now ye seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of God, this did not Abraham. Ye do the deeds of your father. And they said to him, We be not born of fornication, we have one father and even God. See, they knew the story. They knew the story of Jesus. They knew that Joseph and Mary had been betrothed, that Mary, the, the word was that she was pregnant before they, they were married. The scripture is very clear that God had created a body for him and that he indwelt that body. There was no sexual contact. I don't care what people try to pull off. That's not what the scripture says. Oh, it says the Holy Spirit came into her. Okay. And how's the Spirit doing that? You, you, I'm not going to get into graphic detail. How does a spirit, just a spirit, how does it interact with flesh and blood in that kind of capacity? It doesn't. It doesn't. And it formed the body that Jesus dwelt in inside of Mary's womb without a man present. And no, God did not rape her. That's not what went on at all. That is an assumption from a twisted mind. A twisted antichrist is what it is. Because usually those people follow up with Jesus was just, you know, some hokey guy and he wasn't God in the flesh and blah, blah, blah. And you can go right to First and Second John you can say, you're an antichrist. You're an antichrist. Jesus goes on, and I'm going to make the point here because we're getting to it right here, okay? If God were your father, ye would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. That's what it means to be the only begotten son of God. I came from the Godhead. I dwelt in flesh, John 1, 1, among men. Excuse me, John 1, 3, I believe that is, and following. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word. Now, he's not saying you can't hear the syllables and sounds I'm saying. You don't have spiritual ears to hear what I'm telling you. You are deaf to me to the word that I'm giving you. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. Listen to this. He was a, because we're going to hit this one too. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. That's pretty condemning. Your daddy is a liar. He's been a liar from the beginning. There is no truth in him. He's a murderer too, which is exactly what they are. They've spilled lies about Jesus. They seek to kill him. 
And Jesus confronts him. He's not even calling him to repentance here. He's just saying, nah, you're of your daddy the devil. He's just, he's just pouring on judgment on them. That's all he's doing. He's heaping those hot coals on their head because they do know better. But they don't want to submit. They're rebellious just like their forefathers. Okay? And here's the thing. Why do I bring this up? Because they're telling us lies about our money system. Let me, let, me, let me just let you in on a few things. These are some things that I'm currently in the midst of learning. Contracts in our company, in our country, that require legal money, such as cash, check, money orders, bank, transfer, bank, bank transfers, wire transfers, and Federal Reserve notes, or little dollar bills, are considered illegal and unlawful by Title 31 U.S.C. 5118 D and 2. 31 U.S.C.A. Section 4, uh, 463. And Public Law 97-258. But you didn't know that, did you? You thought you're carrying around a bunch of wealth in your wallet and you're carrying around a bunch of debt. That's what you're carrying. Check this out. Under the Uniform Commercial Code, and all this is for information. I'm not practicing law. I'm not, you know, any of that stuff. This is just information for you. Under the Uniform Commercial Code, Section 1-201, the official comment is, quote, the referenced official comment notes that the definition of money is not limited to legal tender under the UCC. The test adopted is that of sanction of government, whether by authorization before issue or adoption afterward, which recognizes the circulating medium as a part of the official currency of the government. The narrow view that money is limited to legal tender is rejected. Eckert versus Commissioners, CCA acknowledges that giving a Federal Reserve note does not constitute payment. Mm -hmm. That's Eckhart versus commissioners. A Federal Reserve note is only a promise to pay. That came up in Fidelity Savings versus Grimes. Legal tender... Federal Reserve notes, and they do say they're legal tender on, are not good and lawful money in the United States. That was determined in Reigns versus State, or you can go to your Constitution, you can see that the, that the, the money that we allow Congress to coin is gold and silver, and they're the ones to coin it, not some thing that's trying to deceive the people as though it's a part of the government, which it isn't. The Federal Reserve is a private bank, okay? Also, Federal notes, Federal Reserve notes, do not operate as payment in the absence of an agreement that they shall constitute payment. That's from Blackshear Manufacturing Company versus Harrell. Federal Reserve notes are valueless. Check this one out. They are valueless. See IRS codes section 1.1001-1467. Go read what they say. 
And it, don't ask me to put the things in there. Just replay the, the video or the, or the podcast, okay? There's some other things. Um, again, these, these I'm going to hold off on because I probably just blew some people's minds with those, okay? These other ones are really going to make your head spin. So I'm going to hold off on that. I'll give you a little bit at a time, you know, it's sometimes if you drink out of the fire hose, you know, your face gets wet. So we, we don't want to do that. But here's the thing. There's, there's the lies. Now, that's on the money issue. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. We, I mean, this is the thing. What about all these shots? Now, we've been, co- we've been covering this, right? Right. I know, Philly, but even Jesus didn't dump all the truth on the disciples at once, right? <laughs> I'm learning, too. So I'm not standing here as some great poobah or pontificating on all the things. I'm learning too. I'm a learner too. I'm a disciple, okay? What about these shots? If they're lying to us about our money, which they've been doing for 100 years, more than 100 years, do you think they're lying about the shots? Oh, yeah, they are. Here is, uh, maybe some of you have seen this. This is Klaus uh, Schwab. This is the guy. I don't know if you guys have seen the picture. I won't even put the picture up because it's so depraved looking this guy's running around on a beach with little on a beach with white fishnet stockings like thigh high stockings like a woman wears with a little thing kind of like a harness or it's not a bra because well anyway not to be graphic and a little teeny tiny thing on his privates i mean it's just and a hat a white hat to go with it and he's really bad out of shape there's no way I'd be caught dead <laughs> out on a beach in something like this. There's just no way. I just wouldn't do it. This guy, the guy that wants to take everything from you and, and say you'll be happy that way, okay? Here's Klaus Schwab in uh, two, 2015. You tell me what he's saying. The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing Right. Uh, just as an example. A genetic editing. It's you who are changing. You are changing. Of course, this has a big impact on your identity. Ooh. It offers certain kinds of possibilities that have to be careful about. You know, yeah. when, you began to, when you began to do that kind of gene editing, some people worry that you are changing what it means to be human. It's, that's the problem. And, yeah. uh, I, it, uh, of course, the new uh, Industrial Revolution offers us many opportunities that... It raises many fold questions on the ethical, but even legal uh, implications, and we have to be prepared for it. And that's what we want to do in Davos next year. You you just put a little little hair right there, maybe some hair on his head. You got the same guy that was back there in Nazi Germany. Same dude. And and this is not Dr. Kerry Madej saying that it might change <laughs> that you're human. This is this knucklehead saying it. And he talks about changing your 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 genes. Where have we heard that before besides some people that's been on the show? And you guys look, I'm not I'm not we're not the only ones who who have brought some of these guests on. There are other outlets. I don't want to diminish the fact that other people have brought it out. I'm glad that people are bringing them out to tell the truth. 
Here's the Bear executive. Listen to what he has to say about altering that gene. And 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 this is before, this would have been before the pandemic. Okay, here he is. Ultimately, the uh, the mRNA vaccines uh, are an example for that uh, cell and gene therapy. I always like to say, gene therapy, if we had surveyed uh, two years ago uh, in the public, would you be willing to take a uh, uh, gene th- gene or cell therapy and inject it into your body? We would have probably had a 95 percent refusal rate. <laughs> I think uh, this pandemic has also opened many people's eyes to to innovation in the way that uh, was maybe not possible before. Okay, so let's let, let's take what he's saying. He said it's it's a push of a gene therapy, and he says if we would have offered this before the pandemic, he didn't say pandemic, but I'm going to show you some people who did say that. Jen Psaki, for one, Circleback Girl, Mark Zuckerberg's twin. He says, but now that that's there, we're able to push it. Now, I want to ask you something. Have you heard anybody in the Mockingbird media tell you that the COVID shots are gene therapy shots? Anybody? 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 Bueller? Bueller? Anybody? No. You haven't. They've continued to refer to it as a vaccine. That is a fraud. Now, I don't know. Well, I do know why. But the Department of Justice should be all over that like white on rice. They really should be all over it. Why? Because they're committing fraud against the people. Look, if they will go after an Amish farmer who's making chickpea salve that somebody put on their dog's tumor and it healed their tumor, and they said so, and so he put on the on the can, hey, this, this stuff's been used to heal cancer, uh, and they're going to go after him for 80 thousand dollars and want to throw him in jail, don't you think they ought to go after Big Pharma for not telling you, for telling you it's a vaccine when it's not, doesn't even meet the medical definition, and you've got a bear exec telling you, and bears tied with the Nazis too, there's a whole bunch of these companies that are tied with the Nazis. And he's telling you this is a gene therapy shot. This is not a vaccine. Don't you think somebody ought to be handling that? Here's another one. This one has, this is a montage. I just want you to listen to the people and what they say here. You ready? Know our death rates are too high. Here's what we know: we know that the people who are dying from this vac- from this uh, disease, oh, are eleven-fold more likely to pass if they are. We expect their conversation to be wide-ranging to cover a range of topics of mutual interest, everything Listen. from uh, COVID-19 and uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic. To- oh, did, did you hear that, Jenny? Let's circle back, girl. And uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic. Hey, hang on. Jenny, one more time. Can you circle back for us, girl? And uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic to global interest, everything from uh, COVID-19 and uh, our efforts to address the global pandemic, the global pandemic, about why it's important to get vaccinated, why these vaccines are safe, why uh, they can still kill you, even if you are under the age of 27. We need to be clear and direct about our messaging. Build a wall high enough to keep it out. There's no wall high enough or ocean wide enough. What about a mask? To keep us safe from a vaccine and other, from safe. the COVID-19 in other countries. The, the global pandemic. Worrying health officials who call mass vaccinations the only path to a return to normalcy. Almost four months into the vaccination effort, providers are beginning to run out of people who want to be euthanized. Euthanized. Are beginning to run out of people who want to be euthanized. Immunized. 
An Australian biotech company has developed a new treatment it hopes will prevent people dying from COVID vaccine. I'm delighted that uptake of the vaccine is now 95% amongst over 60s. And that protection against dying from the vaccine is around 85%. Dying from the vaccine. And that protection against dying from the vaccine is around 85%. So they are our older people, 70 years of age and older. We know they are just so vulnerable to getting ill and dying from this vaccine. 70 years of age and older. We know they are just so vulnerable to getting ill and dying from this vaccine. The impact of the vaccine, the, the two or three things that are going to be really important uh, if we're to uh, ease out of lockdown uh, safely and responsibly uh, are, yes, of course, the vaccine and the therapeutics, which aren't much talked about, but the drugs that help uh, take some of the fertilities, the, the fatalities out of um, those that contract the virus, but also this lateral flow testing, being able to do it at scale, at uh, pace, so that when you do have upticks of the virus, we can come down on it like in the breaks and make sure, and it's only one part of the uh, strategic uh, jigsaw, if you like, but make sure we can come down on it like a ton of bricks. Uh, the Foreign Secretary and uh, remarkably placed broom uh, if we're to uh, ease out of lockdown uh, safely and responsibly uh, are, yes, of course, the vaccine and the therapeutics, which aren't much talked about, but the drugs that help uh, take some of the fatalities, the, the fatalities out of... Um, the- <laughs> but then don't forget, there are... These vaccines are unlikely to completely sterilize a population. They're very likely to have an effect which works in a percentage, say 60 or 70 percent. We'll have to look quite carefully and the regulators will have to look quite carefully to make sure that it's done what we need it to do before it gets approved. So there will be a delay between the outcome of the trial and a decision whether it can be approved as a vaccine. Uh, and of course, anything that happens. Professor John Bell. That, yeah. Now, this guy. Now, I did. I played this one like that last year. Okay. And this guy's sitting here going, like, you did not just tell everybody that sixty to seventy percent of the population who gets this, it might be sterile. And you can see this look on his face, like, dude, they're going to whack you if you keep talking. I mean, that's that's the look he's got on his face here. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you right off like that. Can I just say that? The global pandemic? But then don't forget, these vaccines are unlikely to completely sterilize a population. They're very likely to have an effect which works in a percentage, say 60 or 70 percent. And finally, a little bit about the National Guard. The federal government continues to take aggressive action and proactive steps to address the COVID-19 threat as we attack the health and safety or protect the, the health and safety of the American people. The federal government continues to take aggressive action and proactive steps to address the COVID-19 threat as we attack the health and safety or protect the the health and safety of the American people. (laughs) As we attack the health and safety of America. He got it right the first time. He got it right the first time. They're in on it. They know it. The truth is coming out. They'll say, oh, we misspoke. Yeah, okay, right. Right, you misspoke. One more. This is uh, this is Billy Gates, the guy. You remember he's poured in all the money. He's looking for a twenty to one return on the money, and it isn't even all his money, by the way. The Gates Foundation is taking the money that governments steal from the people through taxation, and he's investing it for his own profits. 
Here's what Bill Gates has to say about these shots. We didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new, a new way of doing the vaccines. <laughs> Wasn't this the guy that said, if we do a really good job on vaccines, we're going to reduce the, the population that's growing exponentially. It's going to be up to 9 mil, billion or whatever. And we're going to knock that off by 10 or 15 percent. Isn't this the same guy? This is the same guy talking about the vaccines for the past two years, telling you how wonderful, great, and what a gift from God they are. Well, he doesn't believe in God. They're a gift from him and everybody else. He's even got, I'm going to tell you, he's even got preachers pimping out his drugs. Shame on you preachers if you're pimping that out. Look, I believe in liberty. If somebody wants to educate themselves and they say, yep, I believe that poison just fine for me. I'll take it in there. Fine, you knock yourself out. But don't you go pushing it on everybody else. Don't you go pushing it on everybody else. And don't you try to shame people because they actually have done the research. They've looked at, the, they've looked at all of the, the aspects of it and said, no, thank you. You're following people just like this guy. And boy, I mean, I got to tell you, I, I, I wonder, this is just me. I wonder if those people really are children of God. I just, where is the trust in Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer? Where is the trust in the God of Psalm 91, who says, I'll protect you from the pestilence and from the terror where are those believers? Well, some of them are right here on the Sons of Liberty. I know it. I see them in the chat. I hear some of their comments. I see whose trust they are, who they are trusting in. And you bet yours truly, as much as the Lord empowers me to do, and it is by His power that I trust Him, I don't do it in and of myself. I won't trust Him in and of myself. I just, I won't. I am sinful. I am rebellious apart from Christ and apart from his spirit indwelling me. Let me see if I got time. I think I got one more here. Actually, let me hold over just to play this video. Okay, it's only a couple of minutes. And I want to show you what a two-time war hero veteran over in England, I want to show you what he faced just trying to get a meal. Okay, so you can hang on with me after that. Thank you guys for joining us. If you want to see this video, I'm just going to be just a couple of minutes. I promise we're not going to spend half an hour and stuff like that. Just want to play this one because I had it set aside. If you want to do that, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Join us there. Beforeitsnews.com, top of the page. I forgot to mention these. Rumble, Sons of Liberty Radio Live, DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, and also Twitch, Setting Brush Fires. You can catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central today. Sonsoflibertymedia.com. And Lord willing, we'll be back with you at 6 a.m. in the morning. See ya. Okay, want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And here's the video. Now, this is a two-time war veteran, a war hero veteran. I got this video Friday or Saturday. And, um, you know, I if I see a video that I think is kind of neat, I, I got a personal Rumble page. I just kind of throw those up so I can archive them. Maybe sometime I want to throw them in an article or something like that. But this is... Uh, this is quite telling. I want you to pay attention. He just goes into a restaurant for a meal and watch what happens. Hey, 
It's going to make you mad. He's got to have a vaccine passport, is what they're telling him. To eat. It's not our rules. It's not our rules, but we're trying to enforce them. Let's talk about rules. Let's look at this restaurant. And now he snags his mask off. A two-time war vet can't come into this restaurant and have a meal. Sorry, I'm unvaccinated. I'm a two-time war vet. Can't sit down in this restaurant and eat a meal with these people that are basically sitting on top of each other. (laughs) Having a great meal. Enjoy yourself, sir. What a nice remembrance day is. This really represents a really great thing. A two-time war vet can't this sit is their down veterans and day. have a meal. I mean, I was refused service at your restaurant for not giving my private medical information. You don't need your medical. You just need a piece of government ID and a proof of your vaccination. That's part of medical. my medical information. I would be providing you with okay, well, my medical. I'm sorry. I can provide you with my war medals where I fought and watch my friends get ripped into shreds so that you guys can refuse me a meal on Remembrance Day. Yeah, he's putting it to him. We're not refusing a meal. We just have rules that we have to follow. Really? And you choose... But, but, but you choose following rules over doing what you know is right in your heart. This is in England, Janet. This is in England. That, you don't have to. I can feel it. There you have it. Okay, there it is. Uh, I promised you I'm not going to keep you long. I am going to throw in a bonus video. Now, you're, to see this video, you're going to have to catch the archive later this morning, sonsoflibertymedia.com. It will be under the title, Lost in Their Lives from Government and Money to Experimental Thera- Gene Therapy Shots. The video that's there, the guy is a legend. Let me, let me just say it. <laughs> this guy is so good, he goes to one of these vaccine buses. Now, he sounds almost like uh, our friend, the rapper that we had on before. Ramis, was that his name? Ramis. He sounds like him because he kind of has this Jamaican accent. And he's confronting the people, and he steps on the bus, and he goes, how is this vaccine? He says, is this vaccine safe and effective? And they go, yes, safe. He goes, how do you, how do you know it's safe? What, what can you do to prove? And then when they keep trying to push him off the bus because he's simply asking them how it's safe, how they can prove it's safe, he turns to the people who are outside the bus and basically has, <laughs> he's got a message for them that he begins to preach on it. You don't want to miss that if you haven't seen it. I'm, that's going to be a bonus. You're not going to see that here. It's going to be a bonus. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Look for the article. They'll be up later this morning. Lost in their lies from government and money to experimental gene therapy shots. See you in the morning at 6 a.m. Lord willing. Adios.